Oh man, one of our favorite segments of the week. We give you a chance to look at the news cycle through the lenses of a professional news producer. We get to look through the lenses oh, of a I love it. She's looking under professional, the professional. I mean, truly she, it's she's, like she's legit. Turns over the stuff, FOIA requests, holds people accountable, waiting on a statement from I know. these guys. Bum, 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 busting chops, holding people to holding the line. Uh his former Fox News, Newsmax producer, um, uh, Major League Baseball, the current executive producer for The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson, and the host of her own show, The Brianna Morello Show, the one, the only Brianna Morello. Yay! There she hey, is. Casey, always a pleasure. Thank you for that. Was another incredible introduction. The list just keeps going on and on and on with all those titles. I know, and your show is rocking. Yeah. I mean, it's Thank exciting. You. you are doing some amazing interviews you know, and getting some great information. Yeah, we, uh, we just got a chance last night to watch the the Police State documentary by Dinesh D'Souza. And we're watching it. I pause. I'm like, that's one of Brianna Morello's guests. We pause it. Like, oh, that Brianna Morello knows that person. You know, it's I like know. it's like like the the caliber of people that you're having on your show are the highest end. I mean, that's what's featured in documentaries by Dinesh D'Souza, and that's yeah. a regular guest on the Brianna Morello show. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So that film, I watched it. I loved it. He, Dinesh did a great job, kind of just breaking down what this country has turned into. Yeah. Um, and the men behind that, and the women as well, um, all of the whistleblowers, FBI, and all these other agencies have come together and created kind of like just the just clear transparency as to what's going on right now in this country. I mean, they are the people who are going to hopefully change the country by just speaking out. Um, they, they've become great friends of mine. I had the opportunity to meet with them in person too this week, and it was just an honor oh, to wow. be among such brave Americans. But I'm optimistic that the people that you saw in that film, we know a lot of them, and I know that they're brave individuals. I know that they hold the line, and they're not afraid of the federal government coming after them for just simply speaking truth to power. And it's an honor to know them at this point. I'm, I'm really just excited for them and for the world to see what they've been working on, but um, I'm just mm-hmm. we're just so lucky to have them in our lives as well. Well, well two no things we go through each week: it. we go through uh, Brianna's Twitter feed because it's it's fire. Uh, for one, it's worth being on Twitter uh, just to catch what she's going. I think she's up to like 140 thousand or something now. I don't know how many people. Uh, you know, we're creeping up there. It, Woo, it, it's it's it's, it, it's growing because it's like wow, she's consistently smashing that nail. Yep. You know, on a, on a daily basis. So go Brianna Morello, B R E A N N A. M-O-R-E-L-L-O. Not the easiest, but it's worth it once you get there. Just uh, double Brianna. everything and you'll be Yeah, just, you'll be every safe. letter, just give two of them. Uh, <laughs> that's what her parents did, so just stick with it. So, Brianna Morello on, on Twitter. But then also, uh, do her a solid. Go to Rumble today and and subscribe. This is somebody you want to support, mm-hmm. want to get behind, because she is the best guest telling the truth. Brianna Morello show on Rumble. Boom. Easy to find. Go there and just give it some support, because if if you even remotely like this show, you're going to love that. That so. is for sure. All right. You. Are you ready to go through your tweets? Let's, ready to drop fire? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, some right. huge ones. But we're going to start on a light we're one right now. Joe, so we gate. got, uh, I liked your little sad face there, but Joe Biden corn maze. And you got one little star <laughs> there. <laughs> How amazing. I mean, he'd still get lost in that. You still wouldn't be able to find him in that coin, no. coin, corn maze over there. Yeah. He's, uh, he's kind of a train wreck these days, but that's what the deep state wants. Yep. It's true. I, I like it because President Trump now has a kind of a skit down. I don't know if you've seen him of doing a little skit of uh, Joe Biden when he's exiting stage. He's and evolving, all of that. getting a little better. Yeah, it's like, I think like it's absolutely comedian. hilarious. It's so bad. You know, I really wish we didn't have this kind of type of situation going on right now, but we do. It's what's upon us now. Um, I don't, I, it's not like 
we can't even sit there and say that the, the vice president would be an upgrade. Um, obviously, that wouldn't be the case. So uh, I think we're all on pins and needles, hoping that somehow in 2024 we could save the country and and put Trump or whoever is the Republican nominee. Obviously, I know Trump's clearing the race, but let's just say I'll give I'll be fair. Uh, but we just hope we could get a strong conservative in the White House to kind mm-hmm. of peel back at all this corruption and, and nonsense that we're seeing. But um, gosh, I just hope it's not Gavin Newsom that they put up in the next ticket. It probably will be, but it seems like Democrats are aiming to swap out their you candidates. Know, I, no I don't want to rabbit trails here, but it was just amazing seeing some clips of him this week. He just comes Why? right on there, looks right at the camera, and he's just like, California did the very best job of every state at, at, at not controlling people during COVID, but given the power to the school districts, giving the power yeah. to the to the lowest level. It, we, we offered more freedom, more options, more choice than any state. And, and we performed better economically Crazy. than every state in the, in the union. We were the crown jewel during COVID. That's why like, everybody was leaving California. You're like, are, yeah. how do you do that? They're in Texas. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's backpedaling though, because initially he said uh, his biggest regret was giving the local government too much power. And he thought that the state should have had the control, which is what a communist would say. And obviously, he's been spending some time over in China, probably yep. learning lessons from the CCP directly on how to control people. But ultimately, he he completely disagreed with um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on how he treated the pandemic, which was the 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 blueprint on how everyone else mm-hmm. should have treated it. Um, but but now he's trying to backpedal and pretend like he was the beacon of freedom when he wasn't. He's the complete opposite. And and California is an absolute cesspool, but that's how they want it because apparently they keep relaxing these people. Yeah, they and love it's it. getting worse and worse and worse. Yep, so true. So Californians true. love it like that. All right, let's but they on. do got more registered Republicans than any other state in the country. Yeah. True, but they it's just weird, got right? a lot more of everything than yep. every other state mm-hmm. in the country. All right, you had an yeah. interesting uh, tweet here about Fauci. Uh, in case you missed it, Anthony Fauci run lab in Montana experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from Wuhan a year before COVID pandemic hit or began. Yeah. Now that is really interesting. Did you know that you uh, Montanians out there watching it? Did you guys know that? Yeah, isn't that scary? Mm. I mean, yeah, the White Coast Waste Project um, has done an incredible job unpacking all of this for us. Um, Emerald had Emerald Robinson on the absolute truth this week had Justin Goodman who, who runs that, that group on to discuss it. And let me tell you something. It's incredible. The work that they've put together. I mean, Dr. Fauci, based on the information that we now have available, we've all been saying that he belongs in jail, but now he undeniably belongs in Mm. prison because I mean, even Barack Obama during his time as president, didn't want to fund these risky experiments over in Wuhan. And yet Dr. Fauci found a way to go around all of them. And to still keep funding it. And for some reason, he's still a part of this protected class within the Democratic Party where they they, they keep him safe and, and they don't mm-hmm. want him to be prosecuted. And obviously, when House Republicans took over, uh, he somehow stepped aside and, and has not been in public office since then. But ultimately, I mean, this, this man blogs in prison. It is clear as mm-hmm. day that they set this up. They did it perfectly, timing it perfectly right before the election so they could push through the absentee ballots. And unfortunately, not mm-hmm. enough Americans are screaming about this. I mean, this is criminal. We have yep. allegedly, they keep saying that millions of Americans died because of this. I think there's probably more that have been injured by the vaccines and passed away than the actual virus itself. Mm-hmm. But um, they will deny that till they're blue in the face. Yeah. And so um, Dr. Fauci for prison at this point, he needs mm-hmm. to go to jail. He needs to spend the rest of his life in prison and anyone else who is a part of this. 
I totally agree. We have a hat here that says... FlyerConservatives.com. We've got a line, line of merch. Fauci Ooh. for Gitmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even got, know that. That was a good pitch. Yeah. yeah. We've got t-shirts and uh, the whole bit uh, yep. there. So I'm just going to keep this out here a little. Because that's bit, where he needs to go. A little bit of branding. All right. Let's jump in. This is good news. And we do got some dark news we're going to be getting to. But let's do this one. It's kind of a positive. Only 7% of adults and 2% of children have received the latest COVID jabs in the U.S. Uh, this makes Big Pharma very angry. Um, have you comment on that, but, uh, it's also interesting. The Kansas City Star did a report, Travis Kelsey, uh, for his two shot Taylor mm-hmm. Swift combo shot, uh, is received up to $20 million, Ooh. uh, in payment to get people to go get uh, their flu shot and their COVID booster at the same time, which means, which means there's probably a lot of, a lot of, not a natural push behind it. This was mm-hmm. a pandemic that needed a billion dollar marketing budget. And to keep the vaccines going, uh, they got to pay entertainers uh, twenty million dollars a pop to push their shots. It's interesting. People are, seem to be wising up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I think his relationship with Taylor Swift is a PR stunt rather than a yeah. legitimate relationship. Because there's sadly a lot of Americans aren't very intelligent, and it's those who follow celebrity news. There's been several studies that show that they're they're not the brightest people in the world, and so mm-hmm. they see things like, oh, look. It's it's our favorite. It's a football player dating Taylor Swift. Oh, and now he's in a commercial. Now I have to get vaccinated because he said get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean they're they're not, and it's not our audience that's listening to this that I, I'm describing. It's the people that are voting uh, liberals in and doing all this nonsense and mm-hmm. like gr- grip waiting for their favorite celebrity to endorse a presidential candidate. Like those people are mindless. But mm-hmm. um, and that's the reason why they do things like this. Uh, I think it's disgusting because there's been several studies out now, and even the New York Times having to admit that the uh, flu vaccine and the COVID jabs, when they combine them and do them at the same time, uh, you're increasing the risk of stroke and seizures. And the risk of that already initially to take these mRNA vaccines has already been through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, I know mm-hmm. people who have been vaccine injured and they're not even, their doctors aren't even re- re- reporting it to VAERS and issuing a VAERS report on their right. injuries because they don't, don't want to put their names out there. So whatever you're looking at now, which is a couple of million people who are injured by the vaccine, according to VAERS, it's probably triple the amount because so many doctors don't want to fill out the VAERS report and get penalized by their hospital or by Big Pharma for filing it. So shame on, you know, any athlete who takes mm-hmm. money for Big Pharma and pushes it. Aaron Rodgers uh, has my favorite response, though, when he keeps making fun of him and calling him. Yeah. And he calls him Mr. Pfizer. Mr. Pfizer, uh, yeah. And, yeah, it, and I good, think that but, should be the response. You're a seller. Yeah. And I love yeah. Travis Kelsey as an athlete, and he's, he's a yeah. great personality. He's a good person in the community and those things. But I'm glad that he does have standards because I'm sure he probably turned down $5 million. He probably turned down $10 million. He's like, no, the, the, the two shots at the same time, I, I I spent 30 seconds looking it up, and that's all it took. It's dangerous. $15 million. Ah. You know, no, 20 million. Well, you know, hey, people, everybody's got to make their own choices. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. at least he had a standard. He drove them up to 20 million. Col- Colton had on the the thing there that they had looked it up. It looks like 5 million was the most he's ever made from endorsements. Um, And then to see that, you know, 20 million just for the Pfizer, that's pretty crazy. Boom. It's disgusting. Be- because it's wow. so needed and so necessary and people are so concerned uh, uh with COVID. Mm-hmm. Typically when you combine this is what this says, typically if you combine his salary from the NFL and his endorsement deals, he makes nineteen million per year. Um and he's at, you know, the Nike, Tide, T Mobile, Old Spice. He's been on been on the rounds of all the biggest, you know, sponsors ones. Pfizer's deal paid him twenty million dollars this year. So he made more from Pfizer this year than his football career and his other endorsements combined. Wow. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of money in these vaccines, Sad. man. Bill Gates. Bill Gates said getting into vaccines was his best business decision ever. 
Jeez. There's a lot more money to be made in vaccines than there is in computers or sports or Nike endorsements or anything else. Vaccines are where the money is at because you mm-hmm. force people to take them at gunpoint or they're mm-hmm. going to lose their job, lose their livelihood. So mm-hmm. it's it's an incredible business model if you can be on the right side of it and you have no morals and or you don't no care. Morals, yeah. Then it's True. a super win. Yeah. 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 Let's talk it's about disturbing. something else. Let's talk about something else sad, a little disturbing actually as well. <clears throat> so let's go to what's happening with Hamas. Uh, this young girl that they found, 23-year-old, um, and just reading the story on that, the Disclosed TV you see there, but just the, going through articles about what happened to her. She was obviously at the musical festival in Israel. Um, they did find her decapitated. Um, this is really sad. I think that people really need to understand that that Hamas, it's evil. They are evil, period. This is just an example of it. I think you need to read it. People are listening to this. Some of them are not staring at the screen. I mean, people that are sitting there like, well, both sides have done things that we need to like just, you know, pop. there's a different kind of evil. You know, when the when the, the guy in Maine was on the run, I was hoping they were going to catch him. I didn't hope somebody was going to rape him, tear off his head and spit on him. Like, you know why? Because we don't think like that. It's this evil. is a yeah. different category of, of evil, the things that were done to her and the celebration of of the evil. And I think people need to, I don't like talking about this stuff, mm-hmm. but they need to be aware of, of, of what they're up against because this isn't a normal back and forth, two sides fighting because they really want their homeland. Mm-hmm. This is a group yeah. of people 100% dedicated to the annihilation of a people group. Yep. So it says, after Hamas unleashed their terror attack on those attending the musical festival in Israel, they dragged Luke's corpse back to Gaza. Videos of men spitting on her body were posted online. Luke's skull has been located without her body, meaning they they decapitated her. Barbaric monsters that do not value human life did this to her. Never forget. That's Brianna's tweet right there. It's so sad. Yeah. I think people don't realize... Watching the video of her body in the back of a pickup truck, and then they just are spitting on her, it's disturbing. The disturbing part, though, to this also that people are are probably unaware of or they're quite confused about. Uh, Sadly, Hamas, when they brought her to Gaza, they somehow, and you could tell when she's in the back of the pickup truck, sadly, her chest isn't rising. So I'm quite certain that she had already passed away before she got into the back of that pickup truck, before they put her in the back of the pickup truck. Because um, I sat there and watched the video over and over again to see if there was any signs of life. And if you're not breathing, you're not breathing. There's no mm-hmm. way to resuscitate you. And they're not trying to resuscitate her. Um, they are completely violating her body. And um, sadly, when they brought her to the Gaza hospital, they, um, they called her or contacted her mother. And they somehow gave her mom the hope that she was still alive, whether they sent a video maybe of her on a machine possibly, which even if it's on a ventilator, they can make it appear like she's she's alive. Um, but I don't think she was alive at that time. Truthfully, based on what you saw in that video when they're degrading her body, uh, I think it was very obvious that she had lost her life before then. But I think the reason why so many people were confused by my post and what they were hearing in the media there's spin to everything and it's on both sides, but the spin on their side would have been the video was so vile and it made me cry and it probably made most Americans really upset. Um, it, it, it validates and vilifies Hamas and they don't want that from a PR standpoint. Mm. And so what they were probably trying to do is give that mother either a glimpse of hope that she was still alive. So she could tell the media that she was still alive. And they, the mother did say that they were keeping her alive in a Gaza hospital, which is, very unlikely. 
Um, but she did go out and say that. So that takes a lot of the pressure from the media off of that situation because now there, there's hope that she is alive and she's still, and she's still going to make a full recovery. Uh, so that's why they would do so. Or they could have just, um, we know that they've been taking American hostages and other, and other hostages from other countries as well. Um, they could have just been doing it to shake the family down for money. I don't know if the mother was forced to pay over any medical expenses. Um, she probably would be too ashamed to say if she did. But um, that's the likelihood of that. And and there was people on media were, were kind of saying, oh, they found a piece of her skull and that's why they weren't able, they were able to confirm that she did pass away. Uh, but other reports from Israeli officials did say that they, they actually found her, her head. Mm-hmm. And so... It's our media trying to lighten the bur- the 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 media attention that's going to be placed on Hamas because they don't want to demonize them either, and I think that's the most disturbing part, right? Like, once let's say they get their ultimate goal and they're able to take take Israel over and and they eliminate all the Jews, what's next? These people do not want to coexist with the rest of us, and I think that's what everyone needs to understand mm-hmm. at home. It doesn't matter what religion you are; they don't like Americans, they don't like Christians, they don't like Catholics, they don't like anyone that does not believe in their radical beliefs. And that's ultimately what you're fighting. You're not just fighting just to protect Jewish Jewish people living in Israel. You're fighting to literally keep our world in order mm-hmm. and to keep everyone alive. And I just don't see it the other way around. I know people say there's two sides to it. I understand Egypt's claims that they did alert Israel and Israel denies that before these attacks happen. And that's something that we definitely need to pay attention to and we need to be demanding answers yeah. from. But ultimately, these groups would kill all of us, and that's mm-hmm. the big difference in all of this. And, and and Jewish people living in Israel, they would never harm any of us, and that's mm-hmm. the big difference here. And that's the two sides I see in all of this. Man, well put. That well is put. very well said. Well put. So sad. This is just so sad. And again, sad. I, I encourage it. Flyover family, do go rumble. Brianna Morello show, um, um, and I believe it's it's on Apple and everywhere else you want to go to get it. But she covers these mm-hmm. things with a clarity and a courage that you just do not see in the media right now. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's everybody needs to go there and hit subscribe today. Thank you. you had another uh, tweet here, Brianna, about uh, what's going on there too. You have, um, we have people storming airports looking to kill Jews and the corporate media is still referring to them as pro-Palestinian protesters or pro-Palestine protesters. These are the same people that have no issue calling nonviolent Trump supporters domestic terrorists. How uh, now notice how they use harsher terms when describing their political opposition, but cozy up to their terrorist allies. Wow, that is true. It's it's sad. So we had Tommy Robinson on um, with Emerald this week, and and he just ripped them because in the UK they're doing the same thing. They're taking to the streets. They're yep. they're they're screaming anti-Semitic lines and and trying to you know push that same verbiage that Hamas is doing. And the media over there is doing the same exact thing. They keep saying pro-Palestine. Um, th- it's not pro-Palestine. You are you are pro-Hamas. You're a pro-terrorist organization. You are okay with these people being murdered, raped, kidnapped, and abused. And mm-hmm. um, there's no validation for it because the other side's not doing it. No matter when they you know want to sit there and say that that oh it's a two-sided issue. I've not seen a group of Jewish people storming airports looking for Muslims. I have not seen a group or an individual from Israel coming over to Gaza and stabbing people uh, in the name of God. I have not seen, or their God, I have not seen any of that. And we were constantly, there was just a gentleman actually who was not even, gosh, I can't, I can't remember what state it was from. I just like the tweet. I think I retweeted it if I'm not mistaken. Um, but there was just a gentleman who was arrested here in the United States 
um, because he, and he's not from here, I believe he's from Jordan. He was illegally living here. He overstayed his visa. He illegally obtained um, guns in our country. And he was on a quest to go after and kill Jewish people in our country. Um, it's not two-sided, folks. There's not a group of Jewish people looking to go kill Muslims. Right. And we hear reports all the time in Israel. Israel will proudly, there's a report that came out from uh, J. Michael Waller. Um, it, or he retweeted it. Uh, it's not two-sided. Israel is full of kind people who will help anyone. And they have literally opened their doors to people who live in Gaza. And if they need a medical treatment, bring them to their hospitals and help them. And it's not happening the other way around. Mm -mm. So we could sit there and go back and forth all we want. But I mean, I live here in South Florida. And I remember when one of our um, condo buildings came crashing down and it was devastating. And I remember the only country that sent a search and rescue team was Israel. Israel flew their people to our country, to Florida, to help search for those missing Americans wow. who were in the debris. Doesn't happen everywhere, guys. There's only really one country that has our back. And I'm not even for funding foreign wars, obviously. But um, I do think Israel is our greatest ally, especially in the Middle East. Totally agree. Well, we were just there in the spring. And I tell you what, there is every form of religion represented there, mm -hmm. all living peacefully, all able to vote, no persecution. Mm -hmm. There's no Jews living in, you know, outside there. You know, they, they're not, they're not allowed to, they'll be killed. Mm -hmm. And so um, you, you can see it. You can see it as you travel. Mm -hmm. We took a helicopter trip and you can even, you can even see from a helicopter where, you know, things are going on and it's like, wow, it is very, mm -hmm. uh, very sobering to think that our universities and our the Democratic Party are are more aligned with Hamas and and then they are freedom and and true democracy mm -hmm. when they're constantly saying here our democracy is under attack. You know, yeah. it's it's the only functioning government in in that whole area. And uh it, it's sad to see, you know, that kind of education that's been filling the minds of college students and now high schools and stuff for a long time. That's exactly right. So Brianna, thank you for shedding light on that, for people to see that, for being brave, speaking up, you know, and letting your voice be heard. We all have to do that. And we really appreciate you standing strong during this time and, sh and sharing the truth. Thank you, David and Stacey. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. 
The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.